athletic competition. It can easily be broken down into two parts. The minutes or hours it takes to complete the event. Then weeks, months, and years of joy or heartbreak. Finally, the decades to analyze and debate it. From the press box to press row, Donald Ware will break it all down for you with an in-depth look at historically black college athletics, as well as the biggest news stories and newsmakers of the day. It's time to talk the talk with those who walk the walk. From the press box to press row, here's your host, Donald Ware. As always, thank you for joining me on another edition of the program. And as always, we've got a whole lot to get to today. As a matter of fact, on today's program, of course, the film Creed 3 in theaters now had a chance to see the Raleigh preview. Was The uh, preview of the film for media was here in Raleigh on last week. Had a chance to see it. And the two stars of the film, Michael B. Jordan, and Jonathan Majors, both going to join us today here on the program. And we're going to talk with them about the film Other Endeavors. You look at Jonathan Majors, three films that are in theaters now, he's currently in, including Ant and the Wasp Man. There's another one. And then, of course, you have Creed 3. Then going back to November, Devotion uh, is, is out um, uh, as well, was out at least in November. I'm, I'm going to try to watch that uh, this weekend at some point, maybe on uh, on Sunday. And uh, so again, Michael B. Jordan, Jonathan Major is going to join us today to talk about Creed Three here on the program. Speaking about this weekend, I'm going to try. I'm going to watch Devotion. It probably will be on Sunday. Um, Want to let you know that Box to Row is going to be live at the SIAC tournament. On this Saturday, on the campus of Savannah State University. So if you're there, uh, come on out. We're going to be broadcasting the show live, 3 p.m. Eastern. That's noon Pacific time. Uh, As a matter of fact, the broadcast uh, is going to also air on Sirius XM Channel 206, on Sirius XM Channel 206. So check us out. It it should be an exciting broadcast. I haven't... Haven't been to the SIAC tournament, I think, since 2010, maybe. So it's been some years since I've been to the SIAC tournament. And uh, next week, as a matter of fact, it's, it's, it's XM, Channel 206, and online on 969. So that's how you can check it out. Also, you can listen to the broadcast at TobaccoRoadSportsRadio.com. Tobacco Road sportsradio.com to listen to our live broadcast from the SIAC tournament, the live broadcast of Box to Row from the SIAC tournament on Saturday. So we've got that going on as well. It is March Madness as conference, uh, regular season 
for conferences winds down. Uh, conference tournament uh, championships are underway. As a matter of fact, speaking of live broadcast, we're going to be at the SWAC tournament uh, and, and specifically a broadcast from the tournament championship next Saturday in Birmingham. Another live broadcast of Box to Row next Saturday. So check that out and you'll be able to find more information about that. You can check, uh, as a matter of fact, on my Twitter account at dware one at dware one Check that out also on Instagram at WearDonald. So we've got tournament championships. You've got regular seasons winding down, right? It is March Madness. It is a, it, it, it's just a great time of year because the NBA is in, uh, is 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 not uh, it is winding down i mean i guess in a lot of respects you're inside of the last 20 games of the season so it is winding down so it, a lot is going on uh, in the nba uh you've got you know major league baseball right around the corner as a matter of fact preseason games if you will are going on right now the national football league with its uh with its combine uh, is going on and what's Aaron Rodgers going to do and uh, what uh, what trades or what moves, who will Chicago pick uh, at number one? What will your favorite team uh, do? As a matter of fact, and I'd like to hear from you, right, that we have the combine going on. Um, what is your team going to do? Hit me up via Twitter at DWare1, at DWare1. Listen, you know, I talked last week and I'm going to put a bow on Eric Bieniemy because – I think it's a big deal that he's not a head coach first and foremost, but the fact that he's going to the Washington Commanders is is even more of a story because, I mean, at the end of the day, now it, it's this uh, it, it's sort of the narrative that he's he he's coming from under Andy Reid now to kind of run his own ship, and of course in Washington you have defensive coordinator Jack Del Rio. The head coach is Ron Rivera. He's a defensive guy, so pretty much he's going to be running the offense. Plus, he got the title of assistant head coach. Well, last week when I talked about this, I hadn't seen his press conference. And you know, if you listen to this program uh, before, you know I like to see things or listen to things in their context. So I had a chance to listen to uh, the entire introductory press conference for Eric Bieniemy, I mean, whatever notion that he doesn't interview well uh, is ridiculous. He sounded like a head coach. Matter of fact, you know what he sounded like to me? He sounded like a guy that wanted wants very much to be a head coach. And um, I, I think I think if you're Ron Rivera, you're gonna have to reel him back in a, a little bit when he's at these press conferences. Of course, he had his introductory press conference and. The offensive and defensive coordinators do speak with the media during the season once a week, and they'll also speak with the media in the offseason as well. This guy is ready to go. The notion that he doesn't interview well uh, is, is believe me, it's ridiculous. And, and, and listen, listen, I hadn't heard a whole lot from Eric Bien-Aimé. I don't. I've never actually seen him do an interview. Like, if you follow the Chiefs closely, I'm sure he's, I mean, you know, as a coordinator, he does an interview once a week. So I'm sure others have heard him speak. And I don't know if maybe he spoke differently in this position as offensive coordinator and assistant head coach for the Washington Commanders 
opposed to when he regularly speaks with the media there, uh, in, or, or well, formerly, I should say, in Kansas City. Big shots out to our affiliate in Kansas City, KCEP, um, as a matter of fact. But the notion that he, he's, he, he's not a good interviewer, uh, that is not true at all. Uh, and he sounded very much like a head coach, very much like a head coach. And um, so, listen, I think, uh, again, to me, Ron Rivera doesn't do well. And I know there's a lot of things that are up in the air when you're talking about the commanders. There's a report out that Daniel Snyder, the current owner, does not want to sell to Jeff Bezos, the uh, the owner of Amazon. Uh, right. I think that would be great if Jeff if Jeff Bezos was the owner of the Washington commanders, doesn't want to sell to him. Uh, we'll see if that plays out. Of course, Daniel Snyder wants a certain amount of money for the team, and Jeff Bezos has that certain amount of money. Uh, so we'll see how that plays out. But anyway, I I, I just felt like Eric Bieniemy. I don't I don't know why. I I, I still can't put my finger on why. I, I think I talked to you about it a couple of weeks ago. Uh, maybe he maybe he. I don't know. Anyway, uh, but anyway, I just wanted to kind of point that out after watching his introductory press conference so a lot of stuff going on Kevin Durant is back he makes his debut uh, with the uh, Phoenix Suns he made his debut debut with the Suns on Wednesday against the Hornets and I would say it was a pretty good uh, uh, debut for Durant dropped like 23 points in the ball game and uh, listen I, I, I really like I get it Phoenix has to come together. It has to gel. I get all of that. But I think when you have a player like a Kevin Durant, it's it's easy to gel, right? You already have your 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 you know, you have Chris Paul, you have Devin Booker, uh you 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 know, you have those guys. You have Aiden in in the middle. You have those guys. I mean, I think Kevin Durant comes in, fits in, he gets in where he fits in. Uh he's just an, a smooth player. I mean, I've been saying this for like five or six years, I think Kevin Durant's the greatest scorer to ever live. I mean, and if you continue to watch him, you'll see it. Now, I get—I know we get caught up in the moment a lot, but I've, I've been saying that five or six years. Now, I mean, this guy is phenomenal. And to me, I get it about the gelling. But when you have him on that team, man, that that to me, I, I mean, I have to say at least in the Western Conference, I mean, I, 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 I'll give deference to the Nuggets for what the Nuggets have done, and you talk about team concept. I mean, that's a true team. I'll give deference a little bit to the Nuggets, but I like Phoenix, uh, at least those two coming out of the West as the NBA season winds down. So we can talk about that today on the program. A whole lot to get to, and if you want to join in on the conversation, hit me up via Twitter, at dware one at dware one Plenty more to come on today's program. And up next, we're going to be joined by Creed Three Stars, Michael B. Jordan, and Jonathan Majors. So sit back, relax, and enjoy as we roll on. The school I wrote notes to quote some Shakespeare and other types of rhymes to show you that I care. But things like together forever to you're my only one. 
The Stay Well HBCU Symposium Tour is coming to the 2023 TIAA-SIAC Tournament with new games, more t-shirts, new prizes, a live panel discussion, a live cooking experience with Chef Jannard Wells, your Box to Row family, and of course, your free COVID-19 vaccines. Meet us March 3rd at Savannah State University for the 2023 TIAA-SIAC Tourney. Together, we can do this. The old renaissance is the new renaissance. Standing on tradition while embracing the spirit of distinction. This is the Harlem Brewing Company. Uniquely crafted beer brewed to deliver a taste, a sound, and a feeling that can only be described in one way. Harlem style. So come and take a trip on the A-Train with our Harlem Sugar Hill Golden Ale and our Harlem Renaissance Whip Beer. The neighborhood original. Sponsored by Harlem Beer Distributing North Carolina. Served in total wine all over North Carolina. Fresh Market in North Carolina and Virginia. Weaver Street Market in Raleigh, Durham, Carborough, and Hillsboro. You can also purchase in Durham at Zwelly's, Salt Box, Sam's Bottle Shop, and Bull McCabe's. And in Greensboro at Elm Street Lounge and Cooper's Ale House. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? We can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents or having to waste time showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your house to foreclosure. If you have equity in your home, we'll buy your home and give you cash within days. All in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call now before your situation gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just need anymore and get the cash you need today. Call this number now. Call 800-507-3116. 800-507-3116. That's 800-507-3116. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 800-303-3398. 800-303-3398. That's 800-303-3398. The others pretend you're listening to the show that brings you up close and personal. Up close and personal. With the biggest names in sports and entertainment. Here's the man to bring it to you, Donald Ware. Let it be. Dear Christopher Frank White Wallace. Yeah, it's your boy Kiss. I just want to holler in your memory. I keep Let's continue here on Boxer Row and Radio Boss. We're joined by two gentlemen. You see them right there starring in the movie Creed 3. Michael B. Jordan, Jonathan Majors joining us here on the program. What's going on, fellas? How you doing, man? What's going on, brother? All right, so so Michael B., you know I got my Morgan shirt on. And 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 Jonathan. North Carolina stand up, right? You went to you went to what North Carolina uh, UNC what perform school for performing arts, arts, correct? Yeah, stand up NC, right? 
You already know. Yes, sir. All right. So let me, I'm going to start with you, uh, Michael. Just talk about the film, but not only the film, but directing and acting in Creed 3 and and what all that entailed. Man, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's it's a massive undertaking. You know, I I think, uh, you know, just the time management, the communication, uh, just, just being able to, you know, prep. And, and, and get and get behind the camera and get my shots right and you know figure out what we're doing so I can you know I can lead you know what I'm saying a, a cast and crew of 200 people you know what I'm saying and then and then you know obviously the, the, the acting side of things you know fortunately for me you know it's the third time I'm playing the character so I got a pretty good handle on, on who he is and, and that prep work has been a lifelong thing you know so I'm, I'm constantly kind of like you know you know picking and prodding and tweaking the Justin who Adonis is you know based on the story so um it, it was it was it was a it's a lot but but it I never felt more alive and, you know, I was I felt extremely blessed to be able to take over the franchise and direct. And, and I had a chance to see the premiere, Jonathan, for you playing Dame Anderson. It, you know, you, I think you did a fantastic job. And I'm and this weekend, I'm going to see Devotion. Like, I've really been wanting to see that. Seems oh, yeah. like seems like polar opposites in terms of characters. So yeah. and again, having not seen Devotion, but I will see it this weekend. Just talk about about that, and 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 I mean, you're you're just diverse in what you do in terms of acting. Yeah, I mean, Dame Dame represents a part of the culture. Uh, Jesse Brown does as well. Jesse is, uh, in many ways, I mean, he he's a hero, you know. Uh, so yeah, he's very different, probably the most different from uh, uh, Dame uh, in that way. Um, the diversity is, um, I mean, that's just a blessing of the craft right now. That's how things are going. Um, I, I'm just trying to work and, and tell great stories and tell stories with high levels of difficulty. And that level of difficulty, I, I tend to weigh out via the complexity of the characters. You know, uh, as you'll see, Jesse Brown is, is extremely complex. Um, and as you have seen, I, I, I believe uh, Dame is is very, very, very complex. And the world in which he operates in is uh, extremely uh, uh, complex, uh, primarily because of this guy here, uh, Adonis Creek. Not, not to give too much away, but while you guys were boxing, did you all hit each other too hard by accident? Never too hard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we, 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 uh, we, we welcome that. You know, I think we're both, you know, gluttons, you know what I'm saying, for punishment in that way. You know, as long as it feels real and, 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 and purposeful, I think we're, we're, we're down, you know what I'm saying, to, 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 to do what you got to do. And it's boxing. You know, there's, there's, there's but so much you can kind of get away with, you know. And, and yeah. you know, the body was definitely, you know, was definitely a green light, you know, I mean, to kind of like to, 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 to make it feel as real as possible. But then, you know, you know, obviously the headshots, we, we got to be mindful and safe headshot. and, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the money, you know what I'm saying? It's the money. Hey, both of y'all look like y'all could take a gut punch pretty well now. Y'all in some good, yeah. good shape. Appreciate that, man. You know, this, you know, we train for, you know, yes, a little we, no, for yes we can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just say, keep it simple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jonathan, for you, you're all over the place. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, right? You've got Magazine Dreams and now Creed 3. Talk about, I mean, that, that's just all in one year. Devotion was late last year. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so, I mean, talk about that. <laughs> you're, you're all no, over the place. It's, it's all good, man. It's uh, it's divine. It's divine. You know, uh, my my people, you know, I'm from Texas, and, and we are praying folk, and they prayed on me for a long time, and whether, however it's happened, these films are all coming out. You know, I, I, it's his time. I'm not going to sit here listening to this. Yes, yes. <laughs> all that what he just said is true, yeah. but this is his time. You know, and 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 the world is is catching up. You know, what I'm saying and figuring it out, and, and now now they're on Dame's time. 
They on the job, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 um, and I couldn't be prouder, you know what I'm saying? Like the world is, is embracing him in a real way and, and just seeing what this, the choices that he's going to continue to make and the impact he's going to continue to make on the culture and the world is going to be fantastic. And, and I, I'm just lucky enough to be around and see it from my brother. Yes, sir. Now, MBJ, is your time, too. But I, I got to take it back. Now, I'm from Sil- you know, got the Bo- Morgan State, right? I'm from Silver Spring. The wa- Two of my favorite shows, you played in two of my favorites, The uh, Wire and Friday yeah. Night Lights, two of my favorites of all time. What, 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 do you, what, what comes to your mind when you think back to playing in those two uh, TV series? Uh, I mean, where's Wallace is a big thing, man. I think Wallace was just like me, just, just, just. At just being me, you know, it wasn't acting, you know, I had a lot of big brothers on that set, you know what I'm saying? I had a lot of, you know, influential, you know, men and women in my life that said, hey, yo, Mike, if you keep this up, you could be, you, this could be a career. You can continue to do this. And I didn't right. have the confidence within myself when you got, you know, Idris Elba and you got, you know, J.D. Williams and Wendell Pierce and Larry, Larry Gilliard Jr. and Andre Royo. And you have all these guys, you know, Wood Harris, you know, telling me, you know, hey, you know, Mike, you got something. That was a pivotal place for me. And then, you know, another life lesson that really changed my life was meeting up with Peter Berg on Friday Night Lights and Jason Kadem. You know, Peter Berg saying, hey, yo, Mike, you know, you know it's going to come a time where you're going to be tired of the, waiting for the phone to ring and, and you don't want to control your own destiny. So start writing, start controlling IP, start looking for things to buy and own and ownership and what that really means in the industry. And that kind of planted a seed of creating my own shows and wanting to create a production company that led to so many other things. And, and so so those are two pivotal um, shows that happened really, really early in my life, and early in my career that kind of set me in a, in a certain direction. No doubt. J- Jonathan, can you tell me about the Sidney Portier initiative? Like, that's one of my favorite actors of all time. If I'm, you know, I have a game, I come back home on a Sunday. Hopefully it's on Turner Classic Movies. You got some Sidney yeah. Portier. Speak to that and, and what that means to you to be a part of that. Yeah, SPI. Uh... I'm the chairman of the board of that uh, institution. Uh, it's the Sydney Poitier Initiative um, through the Gothams. Uh, we are an institution that um, we are a pipeline, you know, and we are a training ground for uh, artists, executives, producers uh, to make their way into the industry um, with, a, with a bit of a head start, you know, with a, uh, a higher uh, industrial uh, IQ. Right, we're there to help them with that. One of the things Sydney spoke about um, uh, constantly, but also he speaks about it in his documentary, Sydney, um, about the transition he had from the island where he was at, uh, and then coming in, you know, coming in, coming to the United States, uh, the mainland, and then moving into uh, the Hollywood system and the trials and tribulations that he had there, and how he uh, just did not know certain things, and how he uh, had some unknown pitfalls, and there was no one there to help him. And so SPI is essentially. Uh, there to do that, to help us transition from um, whether it be our uh, educational programs, um, a great deal of our uh, students and mentees uh, come from HBCUs um, and other art uh, uh, programs, but primarily HBCUs. Um, it is to uh, educate and to help uh, help them make that transition. Um, that, In a nutshell, that, that's what we're about. No, it sounds good. MBJ, I can't let you get away without talking about this legacy classic. Now, I'll be honest with you, I didn't have I didn't, you know, didn't have a chance to be at this one or or last year either. But when I saw the numbers for the Morgan game and there were in excess of 13,000, and then the game after that, I heard it was more than that. Speak to that, man. This this game is really 
gaining ground and it's something that you enjoy doing to pr help promote HBCUs? Uh, I mean, yeah, that was incredible, man. The first year we did it in the middle of a pandemic, you know, so, you know, you know, and the fact that people showed out the way they did was, was, a, was a labor of love. And I appreciate everybody that, you know, that, that, that felt comfortable enough to step out to the Prudential Center, come to my hometown and support those games. And this year, you know, having free reign to really pack, pack it out, everybody showed up, man. And, and, I, and I think it's a testament to, you know, what HBCUs mean to people. You know, and, and 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 having that community and culture and shining a light on the universities, you know what I'm saying, in a real way and creating a pipeline from these kids in high school and making them feel good about wanting to land at HBCU. We have high, you know, high, high talent. Um, and often it's gone and shipped out to other places. It's never poured back into the community. So if we can create an environment that's cool and a beacon of light and people want to feel like they want to be here. And so putting it on the national stage is really big. You know, most of the time these kids don't get televised games, you know what I'm saying? So be able to put them on Turner in a real way was really, really important. Um, and, and, and then the brands and then the sponsors, you know what I'm saying? And getting, you know, the NBA, you know, scouts and looks to come in um, and hopefully like build this thing bigger and better, so bigger and bigger. So it's, <clears throat> it's my second year, you know, we got some good momentum, you know, hopefully, you know, next year it's going to grow even bigger than that. And uh, hopefully you won't be there, bro. I'm a try. I got games I do myself, man. It's hard. Try. Look, man, that's a whole lot of trying and stuff and not doing. I don't know how I feel about that, man. I don't know. I don't know, man. Your team, Morgan, you got the shirt on. They was there. What's going on? I don't know what's going on. Guys, oh, oh my goodness. I think we, oh, man, we lost both Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors joining us here on the program. Uh, wow, lost both of them. But, uh, but you can, if you missed any of this, you can uh, check it out uh, on our YouTube page on next week, on beginning on Monday, on our YouTube page uh, on Monday. If you want to react to anything that Michael B. Jordan or Jonathan Majors had to say, hit me up via Twitter at dware one at dware one And you know how we do on this program. We're always, if, if we can, if it's appropriate uh, or if it, if, it, if it works, if it sticks, uh, we're always going to come from an HBCU angle. And Michael B. Jordan with the Legacy Classic has put that on. This was the second year of the Legacy Classic in Newark. And we talked a little bit about that and uh, the, the uh, schools that participated in that. And then, of course, Jonathan Majors talked with him about the Sidney Portier Institution or SPI. And he mentioned a lot of the recipients from the program come from HBCUs. So anytime we can talk about HBCUs or work the HBCU angle in, we're definitely going to do that here on the program. Your thoughts, your reactions to anything that Michael B. Jordan or Jonathan Majors had to say, if you've seen the movie Creed 3 and you want to talk about it, hit me up via Twitter at dware one at dware one At the beginning of the show, I talked about March Madness. And already we have the CIAA Tournament champion, Winston-Salem State Rams. Congratulations to the Rams for winning another CIAA Tournament championship. The head coach of Winston-Salem State, Cleo Hill Jr., joins me next. You're listening to From the Press Box to Press Row. That is the voice of Steph Curry. Your progress from Davidson to now with Golden State. Where I've come from in high school into a small D1 college at Davidson. Uh, it's a great story and uh, I'm just having fun you know, living my dream and riding the ride. That, of course, the voice of Bianca Belair. EST is in the building. And that's what Sasha Banks and I are going to do. We're going to 
uh, to WrestleMania. We're going to create history. We're going to be the first two black females to have a title match at WrestleMania. I would say representation is it's not a request, it's a requirement. And I'm going to, to try to become SmackDown Miss Champion. But it's more than just creating a moment and becoming a champion. Just by us standing in the ring, we are representation for women and for black women. And so that's an amazing feeling to be able to be that, be that person and be on that platform and the granite state of them all and, and be able to create history. It's just, it's an honor. That is the voice of Kevin Durant. I'm excited I get to play for them. They support us in everything we do. You know, it's a joy to, you know, go to work and, and know that you're going to be, uh, you know, they're going to cheer for you as loud as they can, no matter who you're playing. I'm talking about none other than Serena Williams. That was definitely one of the better matches I've ever played. I've had it just like that. You know, it's really focused. It's really, you know, excited. Rob Manfred is the commissioner of Major League Baseball. Players that have been accused in their career of using performance-enhancing drugs, should they be in the Baseball Hall of Fame? I'm going to focus on one word in your question, okay? Accused. Players who have tested positive or there's otherwise been real solid proof that they were involved with performance-enhancing drugs, I think that Hall of Fame writers are entitled to make their own judgment about those players as to whether they think that performance-enhancing drugs or their use of performance-enhancing drugs should prevent them from being in the Hall of Fame. You cannot determine who used performance-enhancing drugs by the way a player looks. It's simply not possible. The one and only Michael Strahan. Always good to talk to you. Hopefully next time it won't be, what, 14 years you get to encouraging people to be better and do better and, and that's what i love man so thank you i appreciate you i'm talking about none other than common well i ended up in fam just because i wanted to major in business and fam you had the illustrious school of business then i found out that business was the key that's what i wanted to do nba all-star chris paul that was great to bring it back to one salem state university uh black college something that my city had never seen before may never see again and just having a up close and personal feeling with LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Melogs. It was exciting. I'm grateful for those guys coming out. He is Stephen A. Smith. Congratulations on all the things y'all have done. Congratulations. Keep up the hard work. Winston Salem State, where I had an absolute ball. The only part that was bad uh, was the basketball because my first year there, I cracked my kneecap in half. If I had one thing that I could do over, it would be that I would be there 100% healthy so I could really showcase what I could do. But outside of that, there's absolutely nothing that I would have changed. It was the greatest years of my life. Simone Biles. I guess I just go in there with a positive, open mind of just doing what we do in training and going out there and doing the best that we can do and just have fun with it. I didn't really think of the outcome, but I knew that we had been training hard and we were we were just ready. Greatest football player to ever play, Jim Brown. Muhammad Ali was a principal person in the country at the time, and he stood up and said that he was not going to the service because it was against his religion. All, all the top black athletes together, along with Carl Stoke, the first black mayor of a major city. So I'm glad you brought that particular incident up. Snoop Dogg is on the mic. Pay attention. Oh, man, thank you for having me play in a real way. I mean, I'm so honored. Still, you football league has done so many wonders. We got over 200 kids that have graduated from high school. We have over 50 kids that have going to Division One. Kyrie Irving. Playing at Duke for Coach K. What was that like and how that prepared you for the league now? Playing 11 games, you know, a lot of people think that's not a 
you know, big package for you to become a better player. But for me, it was playing for Coach K. He gave me the keys to, to the car, and I was driving it in first eight games. And you know, being a part of something special like that and having a brotherhood built at an institution such as that one is an experience that you never forget. Ice Cube has been our guest. Hey, man, thanks for letting me talk a little music, movies, and sports. Hey, my favorite three topics. Hey, everybody, what's going on? This is Anthony Anderson, international movie star and funny mother. <laughs> and you're listening to From the Press Box. From the Press Box to Press Row is the sports talk show that is the voice and the talk of HBCU sports with a flair for pro sports talk and entertainment. Check the show out online at www.boxtorow.com. That's From the Press Box to Press Row, real, relevant radio. We're going to keep things moving here on Box to Row. You talk about March Madness, but happening in February, the CIAA Tournament Championship. Winston-Salem State taking the crown once again, the second championship under head coach Cleo Hill Jr., who's in his fifth season there with the Rams. Adams defeated Lincoln 62-57 to in Baltimore on last Saturday as Cleo Hill Jr. joins us here on Box to Row. Once again, Coach Hill, congratulations. What's on, man? Nothing much, Donald. Thanks for having me, man. Just just happy. Just proud proud of my guys, uh, proud of my staff, and just elated to have the, the, the Ram Red as an army behind me uh, all year, and especially uh, up in Baltimore. Yeah, now I I know, man. You you it's probably a good tire, but I know you got to be exhausted. All everything, you know, you win the championship, and it doesn't stop from there. Right? No, we we just had our first practice today, but it was just it was just a grueling season. All the all the games were tough. Um, you know, all the coaches and teams were prepared, so our preparation had to go up another notch, and they had that weird kind of schedule. Uh, at the CIAA this year, um, you know, playing early in the afternoon and then getting up early to play again. Uh, so it was just taxing, taxing on the body and, you know, physically and mentally a little bit fatigued. Yeah, I mean, you took down you took down Virginia Union. To be, it was number one. Uh, speak to that. It was a big win, the, the, uh, cha- the uh, semifinal game, right before you win that game Friday about one point forty-five to forty-five low-scoring basketball game, and you're able to eke it yeah. up. Yeah, no, you know they were number one for a reason. Um, Jay and Fred, they they have a great staff over there, and they they've been very good for a long time. And uh, they had our number. Uh, they beat us three times in uh, 21-22 and then snapped our uh, twenty-two game home winning streak uh, this year. So they pretty much had our number. So. We knew they'd be prepared, but, you know, we kind of dug down a little bit in our preparation and in our schemes, and um, we were able to pull out a very, very physical, defensive, low-scoring game against a, a very, very good team, very good coaching staff. No doubt about it. Cleo Hill Jr., the head men's basketball coach at Winston-Salem State, joins us here on Box to Row. I think, I think that's interesting. You talk about national championships. You talk about Jock Curtis as Shaw Mike Bernard uh, uh, at at North Carolina Central. You you talk about Big House Gaines. I want to talk with you a little bit more about him um, as well. Winston Salem State. I think that was sixty seven, uh, if if I'm not mistaken. So that's correct. Yeah. So um, 
and 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 listen, you you were you were on that trajectory at Shaw, that 2012 team. I mean, uh, West Liberty just couldn't beat them. Not like West Liberty's yeah. getting beaten now, but back then nobody could beat West Liberty. Yeah, um, nobody could beat. I'm telling you, how 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 close do you feel like you are to taking that next step to getting to that national championship? I think we're really close. I mean, we'll we'll see what happens this year. You know, you can never really project what's going to happen next year, so I don't want to do that. Even though we have some key returners that will be there, but this year I think we're we are a very interesting uh, basketball team. Um, very very athletic. Um, you know, very fast. Very very good on the defensive side of the ball, and 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 we changed some things for the tournament. We we decided to go away from our man to man bread and butter to switching defenses. Uh, quite a bit during the course of a 40-minute basketball game. And, um, you know, we have some guys that can get to the basket. We're, we're, we're solid at best shooting the basketball. But I, I think we, we are balanced. And when you talk about uh, guards, wings, and, and, and post guys that, that are non-traditional, um, we could pose some problems in this, in this tournament this year. Yeah, let, let me let no 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 doubt about it. Let me let me talk switch gears a little bit. We we had Stephen A. Smith on the program uh, on last week. You talk about Clarence uh, Big House games. Your your father, Cleo Hill Senior. I mean, you talk about a phenomenal basketball player. Um, tell me what it means to you to be the head coach at Winston Salem State at your father's alma mater, but also to the point. Uh, where Clarence Big House gains a legendary coach, uh, Naismith Hall of Famer, uh, was also uh, the head coach there for many, 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 many years. What does that mean to you? Oh, boy. I mean, you, you, it's difficult to put into words because probably the, when, you're, when you're Cleo Hill, <laughs> probably the best job in the world outside of your own alma mater is your dad's alma mater. So it, it started off with that. I, I actually never, ever thought about the possibility of, of coaching at Winston-Salem State. Um, just being a youngster in New Jersey, uh, my parents were big, big party goers. You know, they put on parties and cookouts and celebrated. And all those guys used to come to my house. You know, Earl and Thomas Montero, Ted Blunt, Jack DeFaris, Charlie Riley. You know, the list goes on. And they were always on a high pedestal when it when it came to talking about basketball. Even as I played in college, um, to play at the game center was like playing at the Garden, you know, in the New York Knicks, the mecca of basketball. That's what I felt as a, as a student athlete. And even as a coach, as I coached at Cheney and Shaw, it was always a big deal to, to coach against uh, Winston-Salem State and to – to have in my coaching career, my, my mentor to be Coach Gaines, um, it's, just, it's just special. It's, it's something that you understand that excellence uh, is at the top of the mountain. You, you have to be not only a good basketball team, but a good basketball program um, and project good student athletes on the court and off and graduating them. That's, that's the charge as, as being – uh, the coach of Winston-Salem State. And that's one of the, the biggest things my father spoke about out of all the accolades he got 
graduating from Winston-Salem State Teachers College at the time and being able to be qualified to teach uh, elementary education in, in, in high school was was a big, huge thing for him. Um, so it's it's a seat that's that has a lot of moving parts, but you you have to uphold that that very seat and uh, strive for excellence. Couple of more thoughts with Cleo Hill Jr., the head men's basketball coach at Winston Salem State, who joins us here on the program. I'm gonna sort of put you on the spot, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ask it. I'm gonna ask the question this way. I mean, I, I feel you know having known you for so many years. I mean, you're one of the great basketball minds. I mean, I think I think to the point. I had a chance to see you play. Uh, uh, this year, and you're right. The the, the double A this year is, is, is just a lot of competitiveness. Anybody could have won the tournament, really. Anybody, anybody. Right. Quite frankly, this year. So I I I, I take into account, uh, and it's not to take away anything from the other coaches, but your coaching mind. That said, you know you've been at you know you've been at uh, Cheney State, you've been at Shaw. You've been at Winston-Salem State now. Your alma mater's North Carolina Central. Uh, so you've been in the double-A for quite some time. Any thoughts? And, and I got it. You got a game next week. You're going to the tournament, all that. Have you ever had any opportunities or are there any thoughts that you may uh, coach at a Division One level in the future? I mean, I don't, I don't rule out anything. I think you, you prepare yourself for the job that you have and you, you try to do the best that you can. Um, and then there, there have always been been some small talks and circles, and you know, even barbershop talk and things like that. But I don't have any doubts about what I could do at that level. Like I don't have a doubt about being successful in in any of the leagues, from uh, low major to mid major to even high major. Um, but it's just right now, Winston-Salem State, the support that I have is just unbelievable, Donald. Like, it's, uh, you know, not that I didn't have support at Cheney or Nebraska or Shaw, because um, I did, but this is this is like an overflow from from the community to the faculty and staff to the to the student body. It's it's just been different than, than what I've been used to. Um, but to answer your question, you know, it's not a it's not a burning desire, but it, it would be a challenge that I'd be open to if it happened that way. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so uh, you mentioned you, you sort of uh, not sort of, but you are preparing now for uh, for the NCAAs. Let, let me ask you this. Is is this team this year? What are some of the parallels to your team going back to that 1920 2019-2020 season when you won that CIAA championship? Um, that that was a very well-rounded team also. Um, you know, had a lot of a lot of good players, a lot of good defenders. You know, Kit Carth and, and uh, Cologne was a good defensive, defensive player. Mason Harrell um, still had Xavier Fennell, still had Jalen Austin. Um... You know, I like that backcourt of Barnes and Cologne. That, that was great. We had some other Division One transfers, Dante Caldwell. Um, so that was a, a good team. I think where this team is a little different, uh, I think up front, I think uh, the tandem of Harrell and Jackson uh, as a tandem, probably not the same as Gibson and Springs. Um, I, I think 
Harrell holds his own. Um, but I think uh, Jackson was a little greener. Um, so I think this team has the edge there. Um, but the X factor is, is the mixtape guy, uh, Robert Cologne. Like he, he, you know, there was no stage <laughs> that was too big for him. So I, it, it would be an interesting game um, had they played against each other. Um, but just just a little different makeup, I, I think. Yeah, and then lastly, the the preparation you don't necessarily have. You know, I mean, you don't know not necessarily you don't have an opponent uh, right now. Do you, it, I, I guess what now you sort of work on some of the things that you can improve upon? What, what what's the preparation now, knowing that you won't ha- know an opponent? Uh, I guess what until, until Sunday, and then you won't play that game until Friday or Saturday. Right, right. You hit it on the head. Since we don't know who we will play, it'll be clean up. Um, there are definitely some things that I saw during the course of the four games that I want to attack. Turnovers is, is, is definitely something that that I want to look at. Um, free throw shooting um, that's that's been a Achilles' heel for us. Um, and even though I think we did a, a solid job defensively, there's there's some switching things that I, I want to talk about and. I think we out-rebounded everyone, um, but I still there's still some box-out things that I want to take a look at. So it's just cleaning up what we do until we see an opponent that's either you know slow down or they press a lot or you know they shoot a bunch of threes. You know until we know that, we'll stick to to cleaning up what we do on both ends. Cleo Hill Jr. again in his fifth season as the head men's basketball coach at Winston-Salem State joins us here on Box to Row. The Rams winning their second CIAA tournament championship in Coach Hill's five seasons there. Won't know who they'll play until uh, Sunday in the NCAA tournament, They'll but they'll play either on Friday or Saturday of next week. Coach Hill, appreciate the time. Continued success to you and the Rams. Thanks a lot, Donna. Appreciate it. Go Rams. I always enjoy talking with Coach Hill. And if he wants, he definitely should be a Division I coach. Up next, March Madness talk continues with Xavier of Louisiana, Hedman's basketball coach, Alfred Williams. The Stay Well HBCU Symposium Tour is coming to the 2023 TIAA-SIAC Tournament with new games, more t-shirts, new prizes, a live panel discussion, a live cooking experience with Chef Jannard Wells, your Box to Row family, and of course, your free COVID-19 vaccines. Meet us March 3rd at Savannah State University for the 2023 TIAA-SIAC Tourney. Together, we can do this. The old renaissance is the new renaissance, standing on tradition while embracing the spirit of distinction. This is the Harlem Brewing Company, uniquely crafted beer brewed to deliver a taste, a sound, and a feeling that can only be described in one way, Harlem style. So come and take a trip on the A-Train with our Harlem Sugar Hill Golden Ale and our Harlem Renaissance Whitbeer, the neighborhood original. Sponsored by Harlem Beer Distributing North Carolina. Served in total wine all over North Carolina. Fresh market in North Carolina and Virginia. 
Weaver Street Market in Raleigh, Durham, Carborough, and Hillsborough. You can also purchase in Durham at Zwelly's, Saltbox, Sam's Bottle Shop, and Bull McCabe's, and in Greensboro at Elm Street Lounge and Cooper's Ale House. You're listening to From the Press Box to Press Row. From the Press Box to Press Row. Box to Box to Box to Box to Row. We're going to keep things moving here on Box to Row. We're joined by a gentleman in his seventh season as the head men's basketball coach at Xavier of Louisiana. Another championship, another tournament championship for the Gold Rush, this time in the Red River Athletic Conference Tournament with a victory last Sunday, 79-63 over LSU Shreveport as Alfred Williams, the head men's basketball coach at Xavier, joins us here on Box to Row. Once again, Coach Williams, congratulations. Welcome back to the program. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate you guys. Absolutely. Got it. I mean, now, I think the last time we talked with you was the 1920 season. You had won um, the championship but could not go to the NAIA uh, tournament because uh, of COVID. So take me through, what does it mean? And, and you had a lot of success as a player um, at Xavier. What does it mean to win another championship there in New Orleans at Xavier? Man, it means a lot. You know, it, it's been an enjoyable stretch that we've been on, um, you know, seven years. My first year here, we were 10 and 20. You know, everybody was kind of questioning, was I really the guy going 10 and 20? And But um, since then, man, since, since that, that following year, you know, we ended up making the championship game the following year, winning regular season, and then, you know, losing in the championship game in the tournament, got an opportunity to go to nationals. And since then, man, we've been national, uh, national appearances. I think this will make number five. Um, we've... Uh, won two regular season championships and then now the third as a tournament champions, you know, so it's been a, been an unbelievable run for us. You know, we, we just a testament of all our hard work that we've, that, that my staff has put in and also the players that we've, that have contributed to the, to the victories and everything. And um, we just couldn't be more ecstatic about the positioning and the direction of the program. Can you take us through, what's the difference? Last time you won the tournament championship, that was the Gulf Coast Athletic Conference. Again, going back a couple of years ago, now you're in the Red River um, Athletic Conference. Uh, take us through uh, the, the what the Red River Athletic Conference is like. What is it like and in, in, in compared maybe to the Gulf Coast Athletic Conference? Well, you know, we were able to go back-to-back uh, champions, uh, tournament champions, you know, first time in, in since like the 70s. At, uh, in our in our school history, so nine, nine, 2019, 2020, then 2020, 2021, we were able to go back to back, you know. And then we the following year we ended up making the switch to the Red River, and I can say that the Red River has definitely has definitely challenged us on a on a scale where you know preparation every night, you know, it needs to be on the elite level, kind of the same level that you'll have when you play in a national tournament. Um, being able to play against some some extremely quality teams from top, you know, every night, night in and night out that can possibly beat you. And, you know, no shots at the GCAC at all. It's just, you know, we had, you know, when we were in the GCAC, you had Talladega, you had Dillard, who were tough outs, you know, every night. And then you had the, the, 
the the Philander Smiths of the world and the Tugaloos of the world, man, that made things extremely difficult. So, um, but every night, like I said, you know, you're going against uh, LSU Shreveport, you know, twice a year. You're going to Alexandria twice a year, Texarkana twice a year, and probably all three of those teams could possibly be in the tournament this year, you know. So you're having basically six games, six games within the course of your of your season that you're going against quality opponents that possibly may be in the national tournament. No doubt about it. Alfred Williams in his seventh season as the head men's basketball coach at Xavier joins us here on Box to Row. And you've got, I mean, to, to the point, I mean, you know, you've got some other HBCUs. Paul Quinn is in the conference. Uh, Hudson uh, Tillotson is in the conference. Texas College also in the, the Red River uh, Athletic Conference as well. Um, you know, this is the thing, Coach, was every year – and even going back to your days as, as a player, you look for, okay, Xavier's got a reputation, right? Okay, last year you didn't win the tournament championship, but you won. You were able to get a large berth to the NAIA tournament and won a game, right? So just just uh-huh. speak uh-huh. to how you've been able to continue to build uh, this program. And even when you don't win tournament championships, you have such a reputation that you're able to make the tournament and uh, be somewhat successful in uh, the NAIA tournament? Yeah, it's been a lot of hard work. You know, a lot of people speak about hard work, man, but we actually, you know, our, our deal is, you know, getting guys who, who want to play the kind of style of basketball that we play. You know, we're a defensive-led team in, a, in, an, offensive, in an offensive world, you know. And so we, we you know, we demand that, you know, our, our guys defend. And then, you know, just playing to our strengths. Our strengths is us getting stops and then getting out and running in on the offensive side. So being able to have the reputation of, you know, the the history of Xavier has always been one of the tough defensive teams. So being able to have that uh, recognition nationally that, hey, we're going to be one of those teams to contend with is a special honor, man. But, you know, as any competitor, man, you want to win, you want to win more, you know, and so – having the opportunity to, you know, play younger, have a, have a, a 12 guys returning from that team from last year that were a part of that, you know, us winning a game in the uh, national tournament, getting to the round of 32, the last two years, having that, I guess that continuity and that experience from our guys, you know, it definitely helps carry over. So now hopefully we'll be able to use that experience this year to be able to carry that forward to get past the round of 32. So uh, super excited about our opportunities. Just get to work, get get ready to start preparing and um, get our mindsets together the way we can be able to win two games and get to the Sweet 16 up in Kansas City. As you know, your SID there at Xavier, Ed Cassier, is one of the best. He's, he's phenomenal. And so um, – in terms of you had a chance to play Notre Dame and one of the pieces he put up there, the, the, I'll read the piece. The piece says their secret ambition is to play Notre Dame when their team develops to the place where it would be a worthy competitor to the famous South Bend institution. That was by Charles uh, Chester L. Washington at the Pittsburgh Courier, October 19th, 1935. Now we understand that your NAIA uh, uh, Notre Dame is D1, but you were able to play them in an exhibition and pl- and 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 competed in that. Speak to that and what that meant to be able to to compete against Notre Dame. Man, that was once in a lifetime opportunity for us, for our institution, for our alumni, for you know the Sisters of the Blessed Sacrament, 
everyone who had an opportunity to pour into Xavier University of Louisiana, man, that was a, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Um, you know, we were super thankful and grateful to, you know, the coach uh, for giving us that opportunity uh, to be able to represent our institution and especially represent the way that we did because I feel like, you know, we made, we helped them get better in some areas that they were able to take into the ACC, and they definitely helped us get better also. And so to see our capabilities or what we can play at uh, and be able to play at that level, you know. And so uh, we were, that, that opportunity was super – it was a moment in history where, like I said, with that piece with Ed wrote, uh, what he recited from a, a piece that was already written, man, that was just years in the making, man, and just to be able to be one – a part of that, um, a part of that opportunity was special. But more importantly, being a part of it as the head coach that you know where I played at my alma mater, man, it was just, it was just super special and uh, super excited to to have represented our institution like the way we did, man. It was like I say, it was a once in a lifetime opportunity. Alfred Williams, the head men's basketball coach at Xavier of Louisiana, joins us here on the program. The Gold Rush once again, or are this year Red River Athletic Conference Tournament champions. The HBCU National Player of the Week is Xavier Reeves. Your player is a kid from the DMV, uh, from Burtonsville, Maryland. I uh, was absolutely uh, splendid for you in the tournament, but has been splendid for you all season long, averaging nearly a double double. Speak to his play and what he's meant to this team. I, you know, Xavier Reeves, he comes to us from a Division three up in that DMV area, man, and he's been a blessing in disguise for us because, you know, we, we lost a lot of leadership and guys that won some ball games for us, and so we needed to bring in some experience that can help our young core uh, continuously grow into the, the players that we know that they're capable of becoming. And so he was he's, he, he's been very instrumental in our success this year. Being able to have him on our basketball club and play the way that he played during the tournament was outstanding. You know, he was out for about – we went on the – he had a concussion, and he ended up missing six games. And so and during those six games, man, we went on a 6-0 six, six winning streak, man, to be able to position ourselves to compete for that second and possibly the first seed in the regular season, you know, and – um you know, and just the, the testament of our team, you know, and him being able to put the the the, the information and the, the the I guess the pedigree for our guys to be able to give them that confidence to believe that they can really compete at the level and get it done when he was out, man, was unbelievable. Alfred Williams again in his seventh season as the head men's basketball coach at Xavier of Louisiana, the Gold Rush, the. Uh, RRAC or Red River Athletic Conference tournament champions for the uh, for the well for the first time, but a, a championship at Xavier for the second time in three seasons. As the Gold Rush going to participate in the NAIA tournament on next week, Coach Williams. We appreciate the time. Good luck to you and the Gold Rush moving forward. Thank you. I appreciate you guys and best wishes to you guys also. My time is about up. I thank you for yours. Thank you to Alfred Williams, head men's basketball coach at Xavier of Louisiana. Cleo Hill Jr., head men's basketball coach at Winston-Salem State University for joining us today here on the program. For more information on Box to Row, log on to our website, BoxToRow.com. Don't forget, live broadcast of Box to Row on Saturday, 
3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific time on Sirius XM channel 206. Also at TobaccoRoadSportsRadio.com. TobaccoRoadSportsRadio.com. If you're in Savannah at Savannah State University at the SIAC tournament, come on over and say hello. We will be uh, near Tiger, either in or near Tiger Arena for the live broadcast. And always remember to support those that support Yo Box Toro is produced by DW Communications. See, I was born in sewage, born to make bomb music. Flow tight like I was born Jewish. Used to